Hit the button. Hitting the button. We got a button hit. Waiting for the green light. Green light is coming. Oh my golly. Buddy, did you miss us? We were gone for a few days and now we're back with some fresh bid nerds. Your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day on all the automotive enthusiast auction sites. If you're hearing all that static and wind and noise, that is because my partner, Michael Deeb, is not here in Las Vegas. He's not in San Francisco where he usually is. He is in St. Thomas. He's on the beach. That is Caribbean water behind him. And he is taking some time out of his vacation to come and hang out with us and bid nerd yeah. uh, for you. Fresh nerds from the beach. What's up, Michael Deep? How's, nobody, how's vacation? Nobody, nobody wanted my job, so I have to do it myself. That's oh. why yeah. Bradley wah, and, wah. and Lane are fired. Uh, yeah, dude, this is amazing. I would have headbutted, you know, like I would have done my regular headbanging um, to our intro. But if I do that for 30 seconds in this humidity, I would have spent the entire show sweating profusely down my face because it's so humid here in the islands. What's up, Matt Weitzel? Wish you were here, bro. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, man. My uh, Matthew Weitzel was just here uh, in Las yeah. Vegas. So uh, we had our big premiere uh, party for the Porsche Road Trip uh, television show that is coming out on Pluto on Friday. Our broadcast premiere on, on uh, Chassis TV on Adam Carolla's network is this weekend. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow. I cannot believe it. It's been so yeah. long. We've been working on this T forever. Uh, it is uh, it is the big show on Pluto. They're doing a double feature, so they're going to show four episodes back-to-back -back starting prime time on the East Coast, and then they're doing it again on the West Coast. That's so awesome. if you've got the Pluto TV app, um, go ahead and tune in to Chassis, uh, the Chassis yeah. Network, uh, all evening tomorrow night, and you can just Set your nerd DVRs, out. people. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, there you go. Set your DVR, or you can just uh, you know you can just binge watch the whole first season right now on demand on Pluto. The cars category was missing for like a week and a half, so everyone's like, "How do we watch a show? How do we watch a show?" And I just yeah. felt so bad because I'm like, I, "Geez, I don't know, honestly." So um, many people were binge watching the show, JP, that it crashed the we cars broke category. Pluto. I'm sure that's what yes. I broke Pluto. Yeah, yeah. Which I is think good you might be on the Pluto's something. really far away to hit it and and get it on the first try. That's pretty yeah. Cool. I don't even think it's a planet. Anymore, or do, is it back to planet status? I don't, I don't even know. know. Yeah. Is water good for you or not good for yeah. you? you know what I mean? like, <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, listen, uh, yeah. uh, your premiere was a huge success. That's when I flew in the red carpet. There were Porsches everywhere. It was awesome. There were GT cars and turbos, and then just an awesome array of air cooled, and then some few uh, some sweet Cayennes. When I left the show, uh, I was going down um, uh, Charleston against a black uh, Cayenne GTS. That was sweet. Mm. And, uh, and you guys even had that speedster in the lobby. What a, what a turnout. That was amazing. Yeah, we had showgirls and hors d'oeuvres, and the venue uh, failed to get their liquor license in time. It was a brand new venue. Uh, so everyone, uh, we kind of, like like any air-cooled car, when it breaks down, you got to kind of like improvise and get out some bailing wire and duct tape. Um, 
and uh, so yeah, we just basically <laughs> bought a bunch of flasks uh, at the last Sweet. minute and filled them full of vodka and passed them out as people came in. So there was They're plenty sweet. of They're booze at that black. event. They look like they look like military grade flasks. They're black, <laughs> and they were filled with vodka. Ours, of course, now has rum in it. Go figure. Nice. And then uh, you know it is what it is, man. But yeah, what a great what a great take home gift. Oh man, I'm glad you guys liked it. Um, and uh, yeah, we just, you know, the, the venue was kind enough to kind of look the other way and they had mixers for everyone. And we had food and uh, so many great uh, friends and uh, people coming out to watch the show. And I really thank everyone for making the trip and coming out. We had Rod Emery. Uh, we had friends from the Northwest. We had friends from the Bay, friends from LA. Everybody, Matt you know, was Matt Weitzel, uh, Drew from Cooled Collective. Uh, yeah. I mean, geez, uh, my friend Leaf and, and Ted came from Seattle, my old friends. Uh, Steenman. I mean, so many people yeah. came out to uh, share in the in the fun that that was. And again, thank you all so much for quick, coming. Quick shout out to Matt Weissel and his wife Shannon. Uh, Esther and I are here filling in for them on their uh, vacation, their honeymoon vacation. Even though they've been married a long time, I call it honeymoon because this place is so romantic. But we're in the Caribbean uh, because Shannon's under the weather. So uh, prayers and Godspeed to a quick and complete recovery to Shannon. Uh, Matt, you guys are going to love it when you do come down here, uh, for sure. Thank you for your generosity and sharing this gift uh, with Esther and I. And we are thinking about you uh, just about every minute of the day um, and hoping that Shannon is feeling better and back to normal soon. Love you guys, man. Yeah, he is such a great guy. Uh, it was great. He's I had dinner amazing. with him last night That's at Monami on the Strip, and That's then uh, right. yep. he had to get on the uh, airplane super early this morning to take off. So um, best wishes to them, of course. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, for you, I mean, geez, this is kind of you guys. You and Esther have been married for a bit, but this is kind of your this your honeymoon, honeymoon your belated yeah, honeymoon, absolutely. right? Yeah, you got yeah, married a couple yeah. of years ago. And the Weitzels wound up gifting us a honeymoon, uh, even though they didn't come to the wedding, which is crazy. But uh, check it out, we are here uh, on the Virgin Islands. I mean, really, JP, it's the first time we've traveled since uh, you know since a March ago when everything mm-hmm. shut down. Um, and you can see that like there's certain things on this island that are still closed either because of the pandemic or because of the hurricanes that have hit this island. But it's nice to be here. It's great to see the tourists out and everybody's, I don't know, how can you not have a good time when it's like this behind you? Right. So, anyway. Well, Patootie wants you to have a good time. And uh, just so everybody sees, she's got her little sailor anchors on her boat. Nice. So uh, <laughs> she wants to be there with you to yeah, go boating sure. or something. Yeah. Um, so Very there cool. it is. Producer Patootie there, everybody, uh, in case you know she's the one that... Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's a lot of jibber jabbing. Uh, you guys yeah. tuned in to nerd out on cars, not on our you know vacation plans or any of that kind of stuff. So uh, thanks for hanging out. This is Bid Nerds, your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day. We sift through all the cars on uh, Cars and Bids, bring a trailer. P-Car Market, uh, Rad for Sale, uh, and we try to bring you the most interesting ones. We say, okay, the, we narrow it down because there's just so many. You don't have time for all that. We do that for you. Michael D takes time out of his vacation to sift through cars for you, for you people. Um, So here it is. The first thing we, you know, the thing we do is when we nerd out about these cars. Yeah, boy, it's been so long since we did a show. We took two days off, which is crazy for us. Um, We, uh, but we always start out the show with because we make predictions as to what we think these things will sell for. That's really why you tune in, right? It's a game show. Um, So we start off by seeing how we did. Uh, the previous day, and in this case, it would have been Monday, so we skipped. Uh, I have no idea what sold the last couple of days, uh, but let's go back and look at our predictions that we made on Monday, and then we'll get to today's car. So let's get through those pretty quick so Michael Deeb can get back to the beach. Um, on Monday the 24th, we had guest host DWA and Radwood Rad for Sale uh, legend Lane Skelton from mm-hmm. San Cruz, California, joined us on the show on Monday, which was awesome. Uh, we covered five really cool cars. The first one was the 2011 BMW 1M. 
Uh, and this was really funny because, you know, everybody really likes this car, but some of us that are certainly the Porsche guys think it's a little bit overrated because it's a parts paying car. Uh, and Lane was quick to point out, because I, I was trying to herald it for having, you know, big power and a short wheelbase. It's like, dude, you realize that wheelbase is like 109 inches, which by no account is short. Short would be like 94 inches would be like on the tall end of short and really short would be 89 inches like a believe it or not like a ferrari testarossa and a mazda miata have like the same wheelbase wow um, but this car at 109 inches is not short so despite it having like no overhang in the front no overhang in the rear it's not like this car is the quickest handling machine of all time that being said it was nice to see uh, bmw get back to basics with you know small car a little bit lighter weight um and uh and big power with, uh, you know, a little bit of no-nonsense frills. Anyway, this one had some miles on it, JP. I think it had 70-something thousand miles on it. I went ahead and said 49,000. You said 50, which was the over. And Lane went under me at 48. Again, he was kind of poo-pooing the car, uh, but with valid reasoning behind it. Our car sold for $52,000 with a big tune. So I'm thinking this car is probably close to 400 horsepower. So JP, you got that one all by yourself. Uh, we jumped over to bring a trailer to look at this gorgeous... Uh, French blue 1969 Alfa Romeo GTV. This car was restored and refurbished and repainted. And by all accounts, everything on this car looked, you know, relatively new. There's still some corrosion on there. I don't think they did the best job on the metal work, but everything else was there, fit and finish, and all the equipment was there. I went ahead and said $80,000, and you and Lane practically, well, you, you're familiar with the fact that these are going for high money, but Lane practically fell out of his chair. Mm. So you took the under at 78, which is a good bid, and Lane took the under at 65 because he hasn't wrapped his brain around the fact that nice GTVs are now pushing $100,000. Mm. Uh, our car sold for 81.5, so I won that one all on my own there. Nice. Um, the really big surprise of the day, JP, and I don't, I'm sure you've been busy. I'm hoping you haven't had a chance to look at this result. But our 2004 9,000-mile Porsche GT3 with ceramic brakes in Grand Prix white was on P-Car Market. Our car was sitting at like ninety-five dollars or $100,000 when we reviewed it. And again, Lane was not up to speed on what these cars are bringing in value. And I said, Lane, you know, these are $140,000, $150,000 cars. Betting against the platform, I'm going to say one thirty-six. And JP said, I'll give the platform the benefit of the doubt. You went 140. Lane, again, took the under because he's still thinking these are sixty to $80,000 cars, <laughs> which yeah. they're not. They only made 1,500 of these. And that number, while it doesn't sound small, is still smaller by production numbers than any of the uh, 997 and any of the 991 run of GT3s. All of the standard GT3s in 991.1, 991.2. 7.1 and 7.2 are all like 2,500, 2,300 units. This is only 1,500 units. So it's the earliest one. It's the, it's the least amount produced. Um, and this one had all the collectability, white, the miles, and the brakes. So and an odd, odd interior color, too. It's like a... It's not well, it's black. black. It's like a. It, is it black? Yeah, it was it's like the only a color metro. it came in. It's like a dark, dark, dark gray, but it's got the metropole blue stitching yeah. and the metropole blue seatbelts, which were CXX options, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Anyways, 136, 140 for you, 130 for Lane. I don't know if you saw this, JP. This car sold for $193,000. Whoa. Whoa. That is, is right. just that bonkers. Is all the money. They fought yeah. that. That close must have taken forever because Picar Market's clock takes like two and a half minutes. So, I mean, that must have taken, I'm guessing, over an hour. You know, like yeah. that's, a, that's a crazy long close. JP, you won that one, but none of us were close. That car brought all the money, and I imagine you will see a lot of 996s, GT3s hit the market, and everybody expecting to get, you know, 120, 150,000 for their car. Man, uh, so boy, Paul was Cole, I off. Paul uh, Kettle gets the Nostradamus Award because 
a month ago on our show, he said this is the best driving GT3. And Lane echoed those sentiments that there's something really raw about this car. I've never driven yeah. the GT3 in the 996, so very cool car. Yep. All right. And I also, I hate to tell you this, but you should have sold your car after that result. Oh, no <laughs> kidding. Holy cow. Did I get the timing wrong on that yeah. one? I would say this week your car would bring fifty grand. So, anyways, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. Yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. Like, you, buddy. Yeah, yikes! I wish I could yeah. sit on the beach and. Uh, yeah. yeah, no. You should have <laughs> taken Matt's first offer on the vacation, and you should have sold your car this week. Anyway, so true. moving on. Bring a trailer had a two thousand one Z eight in, in very rare topaz blue. Uh, I can't remember the numbers now, off the top of my head, but I think it was like. GCP 800 units of the yeah. Z8 came to the U.S. and then it was like 30 in topaz blue. Our car had 18,000 miles, but uh, I've never seen this color. Uh, and it's not whether or not you like it; it's the fact that it's rare. So I said 250. You took my previous bid at two. I was going to say 260. You took that, which was great. And then Lane went over at 280. The car sold for 270 thousand dollars, meaning you got the win, but it was a draw with Lane. So mm. there you go. He showed up. And then our last car, John, um, was also on Bring a Trailer, a 1971 Fiat 124 Spider. This is a 1600cc car, uh, again painted in French blue. This one was photographed in the sun, so it looks a lot brighter than that GTV we saw. Uh, but Alpha, Fiat, and Ferrari all used the same recipe for French blue. It's a really pretty color on the cars in person. Um, anyway, I thought this car might break the bank. I went 25 grand. Um, you went 24 and just took the under underneath me. Lane thought 18.5. Our car was bid to 15,750, but didn't sell at that price, hmm. um, which means you and I were probably correct. Maybe even Lane. Uh, maybe the, the reserve was set at 20, and the guy hoped to get over that. Uh, I don't know why this car didn't sell. All the pieces are there. Um, Fiat's and Volkswagens. I don't think bring big money on this platform, and we'll see that today because I think we've got a VW to look at. But there you go. That car was only bid to 15.75 and didn't sell at that price. So it'll Thanks. show up somewhere, and we'll see it again. Yeah, the color was really pretty on that car. It would look good where you are. I'm sure it'd be nicer than the oh, rental car that you you're imagine. driving. Yeah, for um, sure. This uh, this thing though had a lot of corrosion underneath, and I think that's what yeah. stalled it out. When you really maybe the, the it was a GTV like, that was really nicely done, and this yeah. one wasn't. And yeah. so maybe the fact that he painted it but didn't really address uh, or yeah. interrupt that that tin worm is why people were like, "I'm not going to spend 20 grand on a car that might rust through in a few years." So that right. All right. Well, that was uh, that was Monday's cars. That was from a few days ago. We're going to get to today's cars. We had a pretty darn good lineup today. I'm pretty stoked about the cars that you picked here. Uh, some stuff that we talk about quite often. Uh, and, you know, let's go ahead and get right to it. Um, you know, this is the Daily Nerd on the most interesting cars of the day on all the automotive enthusiast auction sites like Bring a Trailer, Cars and Bids, and P Car Market, uh, Rad for Sale, and the, and the likes. Um, Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, hit the notification button so you know when we're on. We also put the links to all the cars that we talk about uh, in the information down below. And you can also listen to Bid Nerds on Spotify and all the usual um, audio places. So we are now available on there. Uh, so, okay. So today, I mean... Um, Listen, let's Pick get one. to the, let's get right to this E30 because that's what everybody, okay. I mean, E30s are almost as hot as 911s are, or, or are yeah. they, are they less more? What do you think? Uh, well, that's a good question. I would say these E30 M3s are kind of breaking the bank. It's, it's a, it's a weird car that's bringing like seriously crazy money at this moment. And, um, uh, this one's really nice JP. This is a 91, which is one of the later cars. Uh, imagine this, John. This car's MSRP in 1991 was $36,475. Uh, 
Uh, and I'm going to venture a guess that these cars are worth the nice ones like this are worth a mm-hmm. hundred grand over sticker in today's market. Our yeah. car is offered to us out of uh, Rancho Palos Verdes in Southern California. It has uh, just 34,000 miles and by all accounts, it's bone stock, which is the best way to get top dollar for your cars to keep it stock. Even if you've modified the suspension or put an intake or exhaust, uh, putting it back to stock before you present it to a national market, such as what you're doing here on PAT, is the best way to maximize your return. Um, this car has five-speed manual transmission. Is it 2.3 liter S14 inline four that I believe has individual throttle bodies per cylinder? Uh, this is Alpine white. It has the silver leather upholstery. So it's got black dash, black steering wheel, and black trim on the doors. But the seats and the carpets are a very light gray. Um, and the sports seats are really nice. Uh, this car has the later steering wheel um, from uh, other BMW models of the 3 Series from that era. Uh, this is really nice. AC on this car will blow cold. Those 15-inch uh, uh, mesh basket weave uh, wheels are iconic to the car. But, you know, what it is is this high-revving four-cylinder You've got these box cut fenders and you've got homologated wings and front air dams so that they can take these cars touring, uh, touring car racing, uh, both in Germany in the DTM and the European Touring Car Championship, where these cars uh, on some seasons dominated, but were always competitive uh, and legends were made. And these cars are just bringing crazy money today. Is it is it a hundred and thirty thousand dollar driver? No, I think you can get a better driving car with a even more contemporary 911. Um but, you know, even though they made quite a few of these and brought even 3,000 of these to the U.S. Uh, over, you know, like a four or five year run, they just don't see them in this condition. And collectors love them. The BMW crowds, this is the holy grail. This is their 2.7 RS, uh, if ever there was one. And so I just think this is a super legendary car that are going to continue to appreciate. And this one is a collector example. John, with three hours to go, it's sitting at $101,000. What do you think? I mean, how do you not love an E30 M3? One of the best cars of all time, of course. Uh, It's just so funny, though. I mean, yeah, they're going for so much money, and what isn't these days? But, um, you know, I remember going to a ford dealership with a buddy back in the late 90s uh looking at an orange one you know and it was in a row of mustangs or something like that and we go out there and the sales guy gets in you know we wanted to test drive it they wanted like eleven thousand dollars for the car and we're like oh Oh my god you know and the guy the the sales guy gets in and he goes to start he just mashes on the gas to like like pump it up like you gotta put like it's like it was carburetor i'm like what are you doing He's like, yeah. I, I'm trying to, I'm getting started. I'm like, if there's, it's, if you'll inject what? And of course, when he tried to start, it was blowing smoke and it was because he just loaded <laughs> the thing up with fuel. It was like, dude, what are you? Okay. Um, but you know, I mean, it's just like, these cars have always been fantastic, but they haven't always been loved. There was an era, uh, not unlike 911s, you know, SC sure. wide bodies and stuff like that, where they were pretty much worthless. You could buy these yep. for seven or eight grand. Um, and uh, now that is not the case. Uh, the nope. boat has... Has, has sailed it's in the little se- the boat is right behind you in the bay behind you uh right. floating away so um all right where is this gonna land that's a really good question jp listen uh you know that's what this, we do though this is the bid nerd yeah. that is the question right i mean uh, some, some of these cars are believe it or not are bringing over 150 grand i think this one at thirty-four thousand miles which is absurdly low miles yeah might be too high mile to get like Full maximum, like crazy concourse condition, 
uh, money on this car. So I don't think this car is going to bring 145 or 150 or 160. I mm -hmm. think that's still in the range of like the sub 20,000 mile cars, uh, which there are a handful out there and come to market each year. Uh, but this one at 34,000 miles, I still think like you could buy it, put a couple thousand miles on it a year and own it for a handful of years and it'll still go up in value. So this is a really sweet spot. Um, otherwise, you could just buy this car and park it, just use it for shows, which would break our heart. But some yeah. people will do that. Um, I don't think I, I don't think 120 or 125 is the right value for this car. So JP, after my long-winded answer, I'm going to go really obscure, 136 thousand dollars, which is what I said to open the monologue on this, a hundred grand over sticker. So I'm going to go yeah. 136 and send it to you. I just, and it, you know, it could go either way. It could fall under. It could fall above. It, neither neither number would surprise me. I think my number's good. Yeah, I'm going 140. I mean, they're so strong. Everything's crazy, inflation, all the things. Um, and yeah. this car is a great colorway. 30,000 right. miles yeah. is, it's such a weird spot because it is still low enough miles that you're going to feel guilty putting miles on this thing. So it's, it's almost like, you know, dang, I'd rather get 60,000 mile car and just ride the living crap out of it. But it's not low enough to be a collector. You're right. So I don't know. Um, yeah, that's my number, buck 40. We'll see what happens. Okay. Um, Good job. Certainly think there are other cars I would buy for a buck forty though, even in today's market, even with things being right. uh, as overinflated as there are. There's better options for drivers. Yeah. Um yeah. Some like, sort of Metzger, some what? sort of Metzger engine car would be cool at 140, like an RS. Yeah, yeah, which you could still get for sure. Um yeah. all right. Well let's see here. Let's uh let's talk about another car from kind of the era. I really Ooh, like this Mercedes. Look at, yeah. look at this, this thing. Is yeah. Really neat. Absolutely in the same breath. Uh here we are. We're looking at a uh nineteen ninety Mercedes. Benz 300CE, this is dot .24, which is the 24 valve, inline six. And then it has the AMG 3.4 wide body. So somebody bought this car, immediately took it to AMG and had the wide body flares grafted on and had the motor punched out to 3.4 liter, where it will now yield about 270 horsepower and about 260 pound foot of torque. This is a really neat car. It has a five-speed automatic. And it was done by AMG when AMG was still a boutique tuner and not a division of mercedes-benz this predates that merger when mercedes bought amg so these real amg cars uh that were done by amg at amg bring collector money and that's what's going on here this w124 chassis is sitting at seventy-five thousand wow. dollars uh, with under three hours to go a regular 300 ce which is still a nice driving car for an automatic it's not a sports car but it's a beautiful gt that you can enjoy on a back road you're just not going to keep up with your friends in air cool 911s because it's just not quite fast enough. Um, uh, those are great cars, and the nicest of those would be twenty five thousand bucks. But this car sitting at seventy five and is sure to have a, a furious finish because it was done by AMG back when they were sort of skunkworks, you know, uh, you know, off the beaten path in the middle of the German countryside. Uh, this car has an AMG steering wheel. It's got these beautiful Recaro seats that I think are the same seats, JP, that were in the car that's behind you on the wall, the Kramer. They're just not in crushed yeah. ice green velour. Yeah. These are done in leather. But I think that's the same seat that was in your Kramer car. All those not buttons. Mistaken. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's really <laughs> cool. It's got um, three-piece AMG wheels that are 17-inch, bigger than the stock wheels that would have come on the car. Um, it's got an AMG intake, an MJ exhaust, and like I said, it's been punched up to 3.4 liters. So this is a neat car. With it'll rev up to you know 7,000 RPM, which is pretty neat for a stonking, sturdy, you know, bulletproof and uh, Mercedes-Benz inline six from the era. So, John, what do you think? This is I, remember the Hammer had the V8 in it basically, mm -hmm. and then and then Mercedes made the 500e, which is a four-door Hammer. Sure. This is like the baby Hammer because it still has the the stock block, but it's been AMG treated. 
what do you think of the baby hammer on man i mean this is just i I would love to see this on rad for sale this just looks like it would get a lot more attention even though it's probably Radwood in person where you could touch the car that'd be even better it drives me nuts when these guys sell these cars and they leave the the plastic on the floor from having been detailed i mean i just it's just it's just it's kind of like when someone takes a picture of a wheel for sale and they have it on the ground they shoot it and you can see their foot in the shot it's just like such a you're literally shooting yourself in the foot it's so stupid come on guys i want to see how beautiful this car is i i don't care that you just had it shampooed in fact that makes me kind of go huh what did it look like before you shampooed it i uh, you know i love that these cars have no b pillar that's one of my favorite things about this uh this yeah really nice to drive it's a real coupe two doors four windows no b pillar yeah, so you really do kind of get that convertible feeling, but still have the the hard top thing. Yeah, I, I love this car. I love I I like this car a lot more than an M3. Is great. At, you know, obviously the M3 E30 is the one of the best driving cars of all time. This is not that, but it is just going to be so much fun. I think it's just it's kind of more unique, and I, I don't know. I yeah, I just this car I'm feeling it. Um, but where is it going to land? So, JP, I forgot to mention that our car has 32,000 kilometers, mm. which is about 20,000 miles. Wow. It's yeah. in northeast Pennsylvania, and uh, and so it's in really nice condition. And, again, all of those, uh, the rockers, the fender flares, the wings, the spoiler, uh, the front air dam, that's all AMG stuff done by AMG. Um, I had put last night, believe it or not, you're going to laugh, uh, I wrote um, $75,000, and our car, with two and a half hours to go, is already at $75,000. So yeah. I think this car is going to finish strong. Um, I'm going to change my bid to $100,000 and wow. going to get there. I'm going to say uh, six figures or probably right under. Like if it doesn't make a hundred, it'll, it'll certainly get up to like 95 or 90. Yeah. That's the number I was going to say was yeah. 95. Yeah. I don't know if it breaks a yeah. hundred. Um, yeah, you know, not, I know it's it rare, good. but it's looking good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I should really be going the over because everything's over right now. But uh, this car is, is huh? yeah, Whew, that's a pretty cool car. But I don't know if there's enough people that are really into them uh, enough to bring the. It big, is a big small money. audience. You're right. Yeah. That's a good yeah. Take. Um, all right. Let's. Uh, well, let's get something. Uh, let's move on. Let's find a. Let's find a Porsche. We got a Porsche. Right. How about this? How about a we Cayenne do. Porsche? This JP, this car is so you. Look at this, yeah. 2009. So this is one of the last years of the E1, but it's a GTS with a six-speed manual in a beautiful color. Uh, this is a, a midnight blue called marine blue metallic paint. I actually like this color because it's so dark. At night on the strip, this car is going to look black. Uh, mm-hmm. During the day, it's deep, deep, deep blue metallic. It's got a set of what are those 20 or 20? 21 inch wheels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they said 22s, but Porsche never made a 22. Is that correct? I don't believe they did, but they might be an aftermarket did. 22 or no, something. No, that's a stock no. wheel. I think yeah. this is. I think it's incorrectly uh, labeled. I think they're 21s. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. that's my take on that. Um, our car has miles. It's 155,000 miles out of Springfield, mm. Virginia, but it looks to be in really nice, really stock, really clean condition in a desirable colorway with the all-important all-black interior and aluminum inlay. Uh, I think this car has the goods. It's what you want. Short of having... Um, uh, PCC, what is it? Not PCCC. The what is PDCC, it? The damping, Porsche Dynamic yeah, PDC, camp, uh, yeah, damping control. Yeah, yeah damping control. So short of having that, this car has all the equipment I'd want on my car. Uh, three previous owners. The miles don't really scare me. Um, this car looks nice. Uh, I think this, you know, if it were half the miles, JP, this would be pushing forty, fifty thousand dollars because these yeah. E1 
some of these select good condition E1 Cayennes are bringing big money now. Even the turbos and turbo S's are bringing way more than they should when you consider the amount of maintenance that goes into them. But this is nice because it's just a simple, normally aspirated V8, and it's really cool with the six-speed manual. You will enjoy driving this car, and you can take it anywhere, mountains, track, back road, uh, or just going to get the groceries and the kids. This car does everything for the guy that loves Porsches but has to rock an SUV. This is the car. So what do you think, John? mileage going to hurt this one or is this thing still going to bring 25,000 bucks what do you think? yeah i mean i think the mileage absolutely is going to hurt it but um it'll still bring some money uh it's just like you said it's not going to be in those 40s this guy shifting this thing what is he doing he's like he, what the heck man no, no, and then watch figures. this little move that he does at the end he like this is just like what are you what are you jackie chan what the hell was that <laughs> this yeah. like swipe to the right like you're being yeah. i just oh god what a horrible i mean you know, when, when I sold my Cayenne with the manual, uh, obviously we went out and just ripped the hell out of it on a mountain road. And that's what you want to see. That's what's interesting about these cars is that yeah. it's a big SUV with four seats, but you can mob. And, and doing yeah. it with that uh, manual is just so much fun. Um, these are maintenance hogs, though. And so without getting really into the ad, I don't know, you know, if the alternator or, you know, drive shafts or um, fuel pumps or all those things that cost a lot of money. These engines don't fail. Uh, they are pretty robust. It's not uncommon to see 180,000 miles on one of these. But when you look at the maintenance records that go along with that, there's usually plenty of two, three, four, five thousand dollar uh, repair bills that go along with it. So do not expect to get away clean uh, owning this thing if you be able if you're able to get it for a little less money than uh, what they usually go for. Where do we think this one's gonna land at a buck fi- or uh, at 155,000 miles? JP, I put, let me see, I put $24,000, but, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if I brought a few dollars more. Uh, I think the colorway is pretty attractive, and the car looks clean, at least, so um, tell me what you think. Where, uh, where is it now? It's sitting at, John, let me read it to you, it's at $20,250 with two hours and two minutes to go. Yeah, I mean, you're. Uh, we've already said it a couple times. You know, if this was ninety thousand miles, this is a high thirty thousand dollar car, maybe even breaking forty. Uh, this yeah. ain't it. Uh, it's in. It's on the East Coast. Uh, this was probably used in the winter. You know, we haven't gotten to any pictures underneath or whatever. It does seem like it's in good shape. I'm not insinuating as rust or anything like that, but this thing was probably used. I'm gonna. I think your bid is pretty good. I'm gonna go just a little over. You said twenty four or twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said twenty four. No, I'll go twenty five. You know, but okay. I I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it's just. I under- I think it's going to land right there. I think we're, I think yeah. we're close on this one. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, I, there's it's no pretty way it's getting, there's no way it's getting 30. Not a chance. I don't think so. It, it's yeah. not showing signs that it's going to go that high. Unless two guys absolutely fight over it because they've been waiting for a dark blue one, but that would be, or if, be the, pain for the yeah, car. if the guy, if the owner did a better driving video, I mean, that video was just so, ugh. Come on, man. People, just don't even do it. Just, you, you know, take the Hippocratic Oath like the doctors do first. Do no harm. That video hurt the sale of this thing. Anyone who's looking at that is going, what a, what a, what a chode. That's an 80s insult. All right, there it is. Uh, what else we got? <laughs> All right, John, uh, let's take a look. I picked a car just for you. It's a 1993 mm. Volkswagen Corrado VR6. Mm. Now, our car does have some miles on it. JP, it's showing 218,000 kilometers, uh, which is 135,000 miles. So they're going to go true mileage unknown on this thing. It's offered out of Raleigh, North Carolina. We just don't see late 80s, early 90s Volkswagens come to market very often. And what's amazing is while every other brand is enjoying, you know, every cool sports car in the world is enjoying a renaissance in the United States market based on the values that they're achieving 
on Bring a Trailer and some of the other sites around. Everybody's car in the garage is going up in value unless you own a Volkswagen. We yeah. just haven't seen Volkswagens bring the collector money that you and I, who know that these are great cars, is due. So this Canadian market example with a few miles on it is sitting, it looks, you know, I'm not saying it's spectacular, but it doesn't look beat up, right? I'm, I'm saying it's clean in the, just the broadest sense of the term. Um, it's sitting at $8,500 with four and a half hours to go. Yeah. I mean, I still think there's a lot of car here for the money. Even if it gets into the low teens and the thousands of dollars, I think that's a screaming deal. Maybe the miles is high. You know, if you, if you want to make that argument, I, I probably wouldn't push back. But a 2.8 liter VR6 with a five-speed manual in this platform of a car, uh, doesn't this thing have like an adjustable rear spoiler that comes up at speed? Doesn't that yeah. have a... Yeah, uh, and then like rear wiper. Yep. I mean, this is a this is absolutely a kid's 911, right? Come on, yeah. man, help me out here. This is a cool car, and no love. Eighty five hundred dollars is dirt money. That that's that's couch potato money. I, I just don't get it. It, it, it I think it, I don't. Know, whatever you take it. Tell tell me what I'm missing here. This is crazy that they don't get the money on VAT. Where, where's the VW crowd? Yeah, you're right. I mean, look, uh, the only Volkswagens that are experiencing any kind of appreciation are the air-cooled stuff uh, or the yeah. Vanagons, and that's about it. Um, right. The Synchros are, you know, worth all the money in the world, but you can camp in them. These things, um, I think the especially Mark III Volkswagens, technically this is kind of a Mark II, um, but it was during the Mark III era. Electron, that's why the guy is showing you the video of the windows working. I mean, these things yeah. rival f old Fiats for their uh, electronic you know, uh, gremlins. Um, all this stuff is going to fail at some point or another. The sunroof is going to fail. The sunroof has like plastic chains and stuff like that. If you buy this car, don't touch the sunroof. Don't ever Just open it. it. Just leave yeah. it alone. Put a piece of tape on over the button that says do not touch. Because uh, the second you hit that thing, it's going to go back. It's going to snap at a weird angle. And now you're going to take the whole roof apart. Good luck with that. Um, you know, but that's, but the VR6 is, uh, again, little, little problems, you know, will happen. But the engine won't fail. Like that engine's probably not going to blow up. They're very robust engines. They have a lot of power. I always, I've always said that if Porsche um, ever made a front wheel drive car, this would be it. Uh, it really driving one yeah. of these around really does kind of have the feel of something more like a nine, six, eight of the era, you know, because yeah, they yeah. came out about the same time. And, um, you know, the suspension on these is fantastic. These, and a lot of people say, Oh, it's just the new Scirocco or whatever. No, this car is such a big step up from a Scirocco and you oh, really yeah. feel it when you get behind the wheel of one of these. Um, and having a little bit more weight in the front, you know, the, the, the slightly bigger engine than the 16 valve engine, you feel it. It's not a lot more weight but it's just enough to go all right this this and and with all the torque uh that a vr6 brings unlike the you know the, the yeah it's just they are really great driving cars when they're driving um but they do have uh they do have a little bit of That's italian a decent driving video is it yeah, this is great. I, you know, I love this video. I mean, it's not. Yeah, that's not bad, right? It's I not. Mean, it's we just, just give them a little golf clap. Yeah, I, good <laughs> job to you because this looks like this is where you want to be, right? I mean, we're watching totally. this now. We're talking about how nice these are to drive, and that looks like it's. He's found a mountain road. There's not a lot of other cars. There's no street lights. Good we don't see the Walgreens. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you for noticing that. You know, he's keeping his yep. hands on the wheels, not just leaving a hand. So this says to me, okay. A, you know, someone that's a true enthusiast that knows cars, that's not a jag off. Uh, he's got his buddy holding the camera from the passenger seat so we get wide enough to see the dashboard, all the gauges doing their things, but we're also seeing the green and the road kind of winding through. And the guy's not mobbing the car, he's not smashing it. Yeah, he's but you get a, a sense at speed that he's out yeah. driving the car. Yeah. That's what I think is important. Yeah. So is this, is this a bargain? Is this, is this yeah, the place that, where that's you're... That's my question to yeah. you, man, right? 
you want where to do we w, think it's gonna land yeah I, gp I, by all accounts this car looks like it's gonna hit twelve thousand dollars even though i think this car is worth 15 or 16 minimum 18 yeah. on the top end but i don't know maybe a canadian car will never bring that much money um, so we'll see what happens, but I'm going to go at 12,000. I'm guessing this thing's going to make another 50% of the value it's at right now. And it's got John four hours and 18 minutes out of Raleigh, North Carolina. So, yeah, I'll go, I'll go just a tad. Gosh, you 12,000. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I'm literally, that's the number I was going to, I'm going to go 12, five. I think that is spot on. Cause here's the thing. It is, yeah. you can still get nine forty fours inexpensive. You know, if this Corrado was yeah. low miles, it'd be a different story. It's not. Um, so this, you're right there at $12,000. You can get a 85.1944 or, sure. uh, you know, or whatever. Um, and that's a better car. It just is. Sorry, it's rear-wheel drive. Yeah. As much as I say these are great, I think that's why they're always going to be stuffed down there because they're still entry-level Porsches at that point where you're going right. 10, 15. Well, yeah, forget it. I'm going to get a 944. So before we make the argument for the Corrado, we have to figure out why dot one nine forty fours are still $15,000 cars yeah. and not $20,000 cars because they really should be. They're, they're $20,000 worth of fun. Yeah, I mean, with even 911 if shooting up. Even yeah. if they're $50,000 worth of maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but they're not. I mean, I think, I, I think a 944 right? is, I mean, frankly, an, an 85 944. I'll take that over a 93 VR6 Corrado. Volkswagen any day. <laughs> any day because of the maintenance side. I mean, you know, you were talking, 944s are freaking reliable. They have two, they have a couple of problems that if you take care of, they are super, super bulletproof. Um, so yeah, definitely want, I, you know, and it says Porsche on it and it's rear wheel drive. And that, I think that's sure. always going to hold the Volkswagen thing back. Volkswagens are, have always been great as entry level enthusiast cars. And I think that's fantastic for them. Uh, but it, it's going to hold them back. So, all right. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this one lands. I mean, if it had lower miles and all that kind of stuff, it'd be a different story. Uh, let's uh, let's get on to a couple of the other cars last and car. get you back to the beach. Last, last car. All last right. car, JP. So it's a 1984 Alfa Romeo GTV6. Mm. Now, the standard GTV6 came with a 2.5 liter V6, but our car here out of uh, Dearborn, Michigan, is powered by a 3 liter V6 that came mm. out of the Alfa Romeo Milano Verde, which was their four-leaf quattrofolio, uh, sort of like their M3 version. So the 3 liter makes about 180 horsepower and equal uh, amount of torque. Uh, that really wakes this platform up. So you know, you're going from 150 to 180 horsepower and you're going from 160 pound foot of torque to like maybe 190 pound foot of torque. Uh, the three liter Busso V6 from the Lano Verde uh, is made into a five speed manual. It's rear wheel drive and it's got 15 inch alloy wheels. Uh, this little two door hatchback looks to be in very nice condition, painted in metallic silver with sort of that gray boxer trim uh, this is a nice car a lot of people did that to these uh back in period in the late 90s um you know even in the late 80s uh, people were taking the three liter and stuffing them into the gtv6 and now you've got a car that you know arguably as fast as a 308 ferrari uh, and these things handle really well they handle pretty surprising uh i would take my chances and put this up against you know put some coney yellows on this thing you can take your chances and go chase down that corrado uh, with the power that's available on tap here. So uh, this is a really neat car. It's a really neat build. It looks to be in fair to nice condition. Um, what do you think? 
Yeah, man, uh, doing the show with you, I've really fallen in love with these. Uh, they were never something I really paid that close attention to. I've always, you know, liked them from afar. But uh, we've seen some really cool kind of romantic videos of people driving them. Uh, you make the uh, connection that they are a lot like a 944 with the transaxle and the engine, yeah. uh, you know, it, all that stuff in the back and the engine in the front. You know, it's just, yeah, I, I, I would love to own one of these and, you know, I think it's my favorite car today, honestly. Uh, you know, we yeah. looked at an E30 M3 that's one of the cleanest, and this car does not appear to be very clean. This thing kind of looks like it's been driven. Yeah. Um, but Absolutely. I like that about it. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, the question is, where is this for money-wise? Is this, you know, we just yeah. talked about how 944s are really a bargain. Um, are these still a bargain? Have, you know, the, yeah. you know, for sure. And I, for sure. So where is this one going to land? Yeah, so JP, it's a great argument. I actually think, so they made a, a four-cylinder version of this car in the late 70s. Mm. Um, and I want to say that Porsche was probably watching them and, and really borrowed, or I, I guarantee you they bought one and at least studied it before they penned the 944 with a front engine and rear-mounted transmission to give this front-wheel drive car excellent weight distribution. These are near 50-50, and the 944s are 50-50. Mm. Um, but then Porsche put you know that high-revving inline four, and then Alpha upped the game when they stuffed the 2.5-liter V6 into this platform. Alpha never made a 3-liter version of this car. Some other people did it for them, uh, and that's what this car is. So we've seen the most spectacular one of these cars. I think we covered it on VAT with good photos, good driving uh, video. Uh, and that car brought 38000 This car is probably worth you know about half of that. So it's sitting at $18,500 with four and a half hours to go out of Dearborn, Michigan. This car, this chassis probably has 100, it's showing 39,000 miles. So it's probably 139,000 miles. Uh, and then it's completely modified. So it's never gonna be a collector car. This is just a driving car. That being said, I don't know, man, I think somebody would pay the money for to have this thing. Uh, I'm gonna go, um, I'll go $24,000, JP. It is such a cool, I love this color. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't like the bright colors. I actually like silver. I love these wheels. Everything about this is screams eighties in the same way that that E30 does. But with, you know, with the, uh, with the spicy Keanu, you know, part of this thing being Italian, um, it is, it's, it's kind of rough. It's got rock chips. It's got, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it's got a couple of cracks on the dash, which is usually a deal killer for both of us, but I, I would let it go. I would really love to, this is a tough car because it's like with that three liter in it, you want to drive it and see what it's like. I've never driven one of these with a three liter in it. So that's really got to change the car. Um, I don't okay. like where it is you know, being from Michigan, corrosion right. is a really big issue there. The weather is just harsh as hell. So this car uh, has had a lot of time to see some rough conditions. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say 22. I'm just going to go under you uh, and say I think that's going to be a great yeah, driver bargain for someone. And, uh, you know, nobody's buying this as their only car. This, you're definitely going to have to have another car. I really appreciate this guy's walk-around video. Um, we can't hear it. You know, we can turn it up. But he's just getting it really honest in here. And he's showing the dings and the scratches and stuff like that. And uh, that's great. I mean, that's that's why this is how you buy an Italian car sight unseen is you have an honest uh, seller uh, who's kind of going through and showing you all this stuff. I wish there were a driving video, but there just wasn't. So, um, all right. Well, there it is. That's all the cars, yeah? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, that's uh, everything, man. That's a show, buddy. That is Michael Deeb right down there on the beach, getting uh, getting out there after it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your vacation to bid nerd out with us, and for you guys at home, thanks for hanging out with us and uh, nerding out. This is your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day, every Monday through Friday at the nine o'clock hour. Um, we uh, have had a little bumpy week this week because we had so much other stuff going on, uh, but we will continue to bring the show. We might, uh, yeah. So just there it is. Uh, play along. Let us know what your guys' bids are. Uh, do we know what we're talking about? We don't think so. Uh, let us know if you do. Uh, and uh, not Right? A not a chance. Everyone's going to say, oh, these guys do not know what they're doing. Michael D., love that hat. Enjoy the sunshine. Get Thank out you, there man. on the sand. Uh, and um, if we don't see you tomorrow, we might have a guest uh, host yeah. tomorrow. Let so, me know if uh, one of those guys wants to take my job. I, I double-dog there. And then um, uh, JP, I, I teed up a few cars. If you guys tee up the rest, I'll, uh, I'll try to submit a bid so you can go to the dock. And you can throw my bid in with uh, whoever you want. Awesome. All right. Yeah, do yeah. that. That sounds like a great yeah. idea. All okay. right. Uh, say hello to Esther. Enjoy the beach. Everyone out there, yeah. come back tomorrow. We'll get some big ner- <laughs> more bid nerds for you. It's the end of a long week almost. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Nerd! Thanks, get the words!